Look out. Here comes the spice of town. In my sweet Nike dry fit. You're looking cool as hell over there. You got like an awesome hat, sweet denim jacket, and I'm like, Ugh. I even have, I have shorts on, which you pointed out. I'm trying to try to get a workout in after this, but I feel I feel like the piece of shit I look like. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I uh, usually when I do my podcast, I'm at my house just in my underwear. <laughs> the guest is there. It was there. a great episode. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. It was just, um, <laughs> just you and I in our underwear. <laughs> just fucking, uh, that's always the most disturbing part, I thought, of Breaking Bad was when Walter White would be in those uh, oh, yeah. Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> those are just so old man, right? Yeah, it was just, great. Tidy whities Yeah, I had I I bought some of those about four months ago. I was on the road and and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I need some underwear. Yeah, so I just went to Walgreens to pick some of those up. I was like, I'll put these on. They're like two bucks. Yeah, I just threw them away an hour later. They absolute ball smugglers, <laughs> and then they dig into your fucking gaps between your your, your legs. So you brought this up then for our and I I mean you could show our viewing audience if you want. I don't know how people are I threw them away. I but didn't what wear. Are you, what are you wearing now then? What's the I wear what uh, keep those Del Razors secure? <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't even wear underwear until about 5 years ago. Seriously? Yeah. You just, were the dude on the bike with no one. You would get to a rock, rock show. And roll. You just have nut sweat from the leather seat and the <laughs> vibration and just Just fucking rock. That's not rock, that's stank. No. <laughs> and then I I was getting Tired of uh, just uh, denim dry cleaning every. I was gonna couple. say, how often would you wash? Because nah. I don't wash my jeans ever now. Yeah, hardly yeah. ever. Yeah, my uh. jeans stink. You ever go in your house and you put your jeans in the living room and then the next day you come in the room, you're like, whoo, no, no, because oh. I wear underwear and I don't. <laughs> no, they just smell. I'm just saying, they just smell like cigarettes, oh, nightclubs, yeah, sure. fucking. They just smell like um, life. Right. Do you do? Do you do the whole put them in the freezer thing? I don't. I tried that a couple of times. It didn't seem like it did anything. Yeah. But recently, I had. Um, I always thought, don't wash them. Because uh, you want them to, you know, look cool and everything. Yeah. But now I've, and I've talked about it on my podcast many times, I've found out that if you don't wash your jeans, that's how you get all the fucking holes in the crotch area. Because the dirt, mo the molecules of dirt rub like sandpaper and it makes your jeans fall apart faster. So I don't, well, uh, this is great that we're getting here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If it's that, because I got, we had this conversation, I think, when I was on uh, Let There Be Talk. We yeah. talked about denim and whatever, and we were kind of getting into that scene for a little bit. Um, so I have a, a nice pair of selvage denim jeans that I've had, I don't know, I mean, a, a year or so. Haven't wa washed them once, have some nice fades in them, really broke them in, wear them pretty much every day. And I thought that these would be the jeans that last, because seriously, every pair of jeans I've owned for the past four, five, six years, I get holes in like the crotch area. Exactly. But I did it, that happened with jeans that I washed and it's happened now with these also. And it's like a heavyweight denim. Right. I think my like, I don't know, that, my, my thigh gap rub. Well, do you ride a bicycle in them? No, I don't do, I, I yeah. walk. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, And walking. I play video games. Well, what happens is they're so thick and, and rigid that they rub also like sandpapery. And it, it's funny we're talking about this because the biggest vintage and uh, Japanese denim and everything show is this weekend, Friday, Saturday in LA. It's called Inspirations, put on by Rin Tanaka, who's the king of Japan. And I'm going to it, and I'm actually going today to the pre-show. I'm nice. so fucking fired up. We got a call real quick, let's grab it. Yeah. What's up, who, who this? Hello? Yeah, who's this? Oh, hey, Dean. It's uh, Death Squad Ottawa coming from Canada. Oh, from Canada here. fuck. Yeah, Canada. I like it, man. How are you, brother? Say hi to Spicer. Yeah, man. Hey, hey Christian. <laughs> yeah, What's up, man? Uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, Ottawa. Uh, fucking is how cold is it there right now? Oh, fuck. It's like minus 30 or some shit with the wind chill. Are you kidding? That's insane. Yeah, it snowed like I don't know a ton yesterday. It's right, ridiculous. eh? It snowed like crazy, eh? Right, eh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You know what's amazing is the Death Squad Network is fucking badass, man. You guys are yeah, like killer we're supporters. Every we're everywhere, man. Yeah, Red Band's got a great thing there. Uh, so what's uh, what's going on, man? Are you coming to my Toronto show? Oh, uh, fuck, I wish. I'm trying to get you into Yuck Yucks, Ottawa, man. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I'll bring Spicer with me. Oh, you said Steve Simone. So me, Steve Simone, and Spicer. 
That'd be a great. I'd do that show in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. I just got my passport uh, re-upped because it was expired, I found out, three weeks ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck it. What do you got, man? You got any questions? You want to talk about anything? No, man. I was just calling to say what's going on. I, I First time caller, you know, and I love you guys, so it, just keep doing your thing, you know? Well, thanks, dude. Let's dive in with this. What are you doing this weekend? Like, what are the plans? So here, it's, yeah. it's fucking 81. Dean's going to go to a vintage denim uh, sale. Uh, it's like <laughs> a show. It's a huge show. So what's your... Yeah, he's going to that, uh, that, that crazy thing with uh, Kevin and everyone. Yeah, yeah, they're going with me. Uh, I, I brought them last year, and they it just blew their minds. I've been going to this thing for, like, uh, I think this is the fourth year or fifth year. And basically... There's so much, it's all kinds of clothing companies, but not, I'm talking about boutique ones that maybe make a hundred pair of jeans or 40 denim jackets or whatever. And it's fucking incredible, man. And it's all, you'll see all kinds of weird nerds. There. I remember last year I went with Jacob Dylan and he goes, I counted 25 uh, Japanese Johnny Depp's, how many you got? <laughs> I never forgot it. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard. Like, first of all, that guy. But so one of those Japanese Johnny Depp's was actually Johnny Depp. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's that kind of thing. You're going to see some uh, guys dressed from all eras, and I don't knock them because it's, you know, because I got my own look, and people are like, look at that fucking asshole. But it's, it's cool, man. Like, you'll see a guy who's just dressed like it's the 20s. Yeah. You'll see a guy that got shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> with one of those spandex one onesie yeah. tank top things. That's awesome. Yeah, and then you'll see a Christian Spicer in his Nike no, gear. No, this is horrible today. <laughs> I, I apologize. So what's what's the Ottawa yeah. weekend scene? What's yeah. popping? What's going on what's out going there? On? Oh, man, nothing much. It's just cold. <laughs> Go to your local bar and drink. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> what kind of, who's your favorite comedians? Oh, geez, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr. Uh, I don't know. Real controversial picks there. Really. <laughs> it's like I'm really like I follow all these people like Earl Skakel and everyone and like you guys and you know it, it's it, there's so many great comedians coming out of L.A. now. It's crazy. Well, thanks for your support, man, because it's pretty uh, mind-boggling. Yesterday was my birthday, and the amount of fucking tweets I got from around the world from people like you and other people, it's just everyone but my co-host. Uh, <laughs> it was just incredible, so uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you soon, man. Keep, uh, keep rocking and spread the word. Cool, man. Uh, I got to go, so... Yeah, Have yeah, man. One. Have a great one. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, bye. That's that was cool, right? Ottawa. That well, that was our second Canadian call, right? Uh, I just tweeted at you, "Happy birthday!" Right now. No, oh. <laughs> 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 you did, you fucking bastard. Uh, what have you been up to, dude? What'd you do this week? Man, this week has been uh, a whirlwind. I don't even know. I don't even know where the weeks go anymore. You know oh, what I mean? It's dude. like. I set a meeting up thing. today yeah. for 1 o'clock. So we got to get out of here. Uh, no, and I, and I was like, fuck, it's oh. Thursday. <laughs> I just have no idea what day it is, right? Yeah. No concept. Yeah. It's every day, because when you work every day, it's just the fucking same. Yeah. Sometimes, like, so I have, I do this show monthly. You've done it. We've talked about it, I believe. Improv versus stand-up at UCB. And I just kind of got up today and realized that that show is a week from today. Yeah. The next one, I was like, what? I feel like I just did it. Yeah, and it yeah. just it does the next thing just creeps up on you and there it is and then I don't I don't I don't know where it goes. It's crazy. It's on the next a week right after that show I red eyed in North Carolina for a weekend of shows. Oh yeah, the festival, right? And it's like, yeah, I was like I got to get a parking spot for my fucking car at the airport. Oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, man. What? Your wife won't drive you? Uh, I don't, I'm not. I'm not going to ask her to drive me at one in the morning after a show with our daughter asleep. And that does not sound like fun. Okay. I'd rather Uber <laughs> before I, I uh, let myself in for that hurt. <laughs> hey, if you want to call in, it's three two three two eight two seven four two four. We're just fucking shooting the shit. The show. How, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, the show. The show is about you guys. You call in, do whatever you fucking want. Why we just shoot the shit. How was your rock? Your your the, the it was the first time hosting it for you last night, right? Yeah, what, second time. Yeah, it was great, man. We do uh, we do this jam every week at the uh, 
Lucky Strike Bowling Alley in Hollywood at the Hollywood and Vine down there, which is uh, the bowling alley's insane. It's got like uh, rock and roll. It's got bowling lanes. It's all dark, glow in the dark shit, you know, that stuff. But then they built this badass custom stage. And there's like 400 people there, man. Rock. It, it, it's funny because the people say rock's dead. But it, when I listened to rock back in the day, I think I talked about this before, it wasn't huge. It was like cool people listen to rock. It was <laughs> right. like an underground thing, like, yeah, rock. And then it got huge, and now it's kind of back to how it was when I first started listening to rock. Yeah. Like, tons of people, they're way into rock. Yeah. And, you know, we yeah. had like uh, Stephen Perkins there, Jane's Addiction last night. He played the drums all night. So you're and, doing like a weekly Bonzo Bash, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's not mine. It's Gilby Clark and this guy, Chuck Wright, who played with uh, Quiet Riot. And then uh, last night was Stephen Perkins on drums. Uh, and then a, a shitload of guys stop in and play big like last night the singer for bullet boys who's a huge 80s band came in and played and, that's awesome yeah all kinds of guys but the f- people there like are different ages because git is across the street mit music institute yeah. So you got all these young rockers in there it's so funny to see people dressed like um Young guys dressed rock, like this fucking asshole. Look how good he looks. You know what I mean? Like he did, all these guys look like like um, you know they just come in and look like the Strokes, like right. fucking good looking dudes. Yeah. Not in a gay way, but you're like ah, that it's guy. It's like, like looking at a real life Throwback Thursday picture. Walk in the room. Oh, it looks like me, like '84. You know what I mean? Like fuck, that guy's got to go. The clothes are skin tight. Yeah. Crazy small, look good. You know. But they're into it, big time. Like, yeah. fucking, it, it was great, man. So are you into any of those new bands? Is there, like, an up-and-coming band that you can start championing and being like, this is it, like, what? Acid Wash Fever is, you know, amazing or whatever? I did uh, Rival Sons for about right. two years straight. Now the band uh, I'm Crazy on is St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Okay. But they're not really, uh, like, a rock. They're more like Otis Redding meets... Uh, you know, it's like that. You know, like if you saw the commitments back in the day, that film. Yeah. They're kind of a seven-piece band. They played Letterman, and Letterman was going crazy over them. Um, but they played Letterman last week. Look them up. St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I love them. The Sheep Dogs. I love. Uh, what else? I heard. I heard recently something else. A guy sent me a band. And people send me bands all the time. I was going to say, people just send you uh, yeah, demos. They're or... like, they don't send them to me. They just send me clips. Name, yeah. And they'll be like, check this band. And, and a lot of them are like, uh, oh, yeah, I see what this is. But once in a while, you'll get one, like Rival Sons. And they'll be like, fuck, this band's great. You yeah. Know? What about you? You li- what do you listen to? Oh, we before we started the show, we were singing uh, Spider Man because <laughs> uh, uh, we're trying to get a, a nickname for Spicer. Well, I'm, no, you're trying to get a nickname. I'm okay without one. Uh, I, yeah, but I call you Spicy Town. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a uh, you could have a good shirt, Spicy Town. And you said, why is it? And Wait. I was like, I don't know. It's just Spicy Town. I'm is it, weird. Is it uh, Guy Fieri? Instead of like going to Flavor Town, it's going to Spicy Town. It's no, just some dick bag guy. with. Uh... <laughs> Can't stand that guy, man. No, it's more. Um, <laughs> you know what's weird is like I, I told Delia this. I call uh, I call everyone's uh, dogs like uh, Taco. You know, like, I <laughs> I use my own dog names for people's names. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, and then people, you know, like you're like my buddy's Greg. I just call him Greg Hips, you know? <laughs> I don't know. You're Spicy Town. <laughs> I love the way people think that, man, Dean's really good with names. Turns out you're awful. You just make shit up for people. Well, they and just, then just run to with me. it. It's just my brain. It just, what do you, it just come, it's like you're saying something clever. It, it just comes, I could, I mean, yeah, I just, you know, Dean Del Rey, yeah, I just call him Deli Poo. Man, oh, it just popped into my head. Well, that's how it is. I'm though. making you a sticker, the Deli Poos. People get so mad when I'm out hiking and their dogs there. I'm like, Taco Dog, Taco. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I know. I'm like, think of this guy's fuck mustache. He's calling my dog Taco. Run. But anyway, we were, we were singing uh, Spider Man. When we uh, fired up, I don't even know why. It just came to me. Like, yeah, I was like, 70s. Spicy Town, Spicy Town, look out. But we were talking about how amazing that, uh, some of those uh, superhero songs are. And then you're like, actually, it's not. It's kind of dumb. But you had a lyric I never knew. Catches, 
How's it go? Uh, spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies. Watch out. Or look out. Here comes a spider. Yeah. And then our producer said that uh, in the 90s, was it the 90s? That uh, some rock stars did a record with of uh, the superhero ones. Like uh, Sublime, he said they did Hong Kong Fooey, yeah. which is great. Hong Kong Fooey. Well, this is a good time to announce a world debut here on uh, All Things Comedy, that in 2015, yep. Dean and Christian will be putting out a uh, two comedians do cover songs of yeah. 70s uh, cartoon yeah. riffs. And I'm doing Batman from the 60s. Yeah, and I'm just going to be in the background going, bam, boom, zank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is another thing, too, I do. Like I have my own terms, and uh, this another <laughs> I, like I, I was spitting them out one time to Delia. So when I was younger, for no reason, I would just say "fan zank," which meant bad. I don't know why. Like "fan zank," and that this shit made him crack up. Then I did uh, "ropes," which is still with me. It means terrible. That shit is ropes. Okay. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then women, uh, like if you if you were with a girl from last night, you got a little woolly last night. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We got a call. <laughs> let's go. To, <laughs> let's go to the call. I bet it's a dude. Hello. Hey. Yeah. What's happening, Dean and Christian? Who is it? We're hanging out. What's up, this man? Is jo- this is Johnny Tuscadero from Philly again. Oh shit. What's Did, going what's on? What's happening, guys? Did you go to that museum? What the fuck have you been doing? Yeah. Not not yet. Not yet. I will. I will. Oh, we should hang what's, up uh, on your ass. <laughs> so what's happening on the show today, man? Well, we're talking about words uh, that I make up, and we're trying to get a, a nickname for uh, Spicer. My nickname for him is Spicy Town. Spicy Town. <laughs> it's good, right? Uh. Wait, you know, like, all right. Spicy Town. And that's how I say it when I see him. I go, Spicy Town. That's not how you say it when you see me. I will get a voicemail from you. Yeah. And all it will be, I'll listen to it and it'll be like, Spicy Town. <laughs> it's Dean. Call me. Like, no shit, it's you. <laughs> Spicy Town. I, I just do it in the Axel voice. So, do you have a nickname? Has anyone ever? Do you still have one? And did you have one growing up? Is there something that uh, all the all the guys would call you? Uh, nope. <laughs> I, I think you're lying. I think it was something terrible. Nah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, you know what? There probably is one because everybody gets one at one time or another. But I, I can't really think of one. At hey, one yeah. time, I had a girlfriend for about two years. I know it comes to shock, but uh, and I called her Poo Lips. Poo, I have like poo, uh, poo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know why. And she was like, my buddy about a year ago, Jeff Fletcher said, "Man, why'd you call that girl poo lips?" <laughs> he thought there was gonna be some magic to it, like, "Yeah, man," but it was nothing. It was just poo lips. <laughs> right. Did you like to eat ass? Yeah, well, that's what everybody thought, but I don't know why I called her that. I still don't. I'm just fucking insane. <laughs> So we need to give you a nickname right now. You're str- you're from Philly. Give us five other facts about you, and yeah. Dean will come up with a nickname for Let's you. Let's do it. Okay, how old are you? Right. How old are you? I'll be 47 next week. Okay, from Philly, 47 next week. Happy early birthday. Yep. We need uh, four more quick facts. Uh, I've been playing drums since I was six years old. Okay, and we're not going to go uh, bam, bam. That's the obvious. <laughs> exactly. Hey, bam, bam. All right, okay, Philly. Oh, oh you know what? Yeah. One of the band, one bands I was in, uh, our singer's lead guitar player named me the Engine Room. And so, named you what? There's one. The engine room. The engine room. All right, like you're the you're the the machine that keeps the band going. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so that, we need we need two more quick facts, and then Dean will come yeah. up with a custom nickname for you. You're welcome to put on T-shirts and hats yep. and stickers. Yep, <laughs> and you can copyright it. I won't sue you. <laughs> um, damn, more facts. I've been married for 20 years. Oh, I got your name already. Uh, well, we need one more. We need one more. Hold on, Dean. This might be. Okay. A, we need the wild okay. card. This is like the river or the okay. turn or whatever in yeah. poker. The flop. We need one more fact. Here it is. And. Within the last 10 years, I've had really close um, signings to record deals that, that took a shit and went right in the toilet. So the record business has chewed me up and spit me out. Okay. Oh. All right. That was a sad last fact. Okay. I've got, I've, got the name, I've got the name for you. 
and uh, it, it has multi meanings. It's no deal, Johnny. <laughs> no deal, Johnny. You, because you, you've been married so long, you probably you asked your lady for maybe a BJ, and she's like, no deal. Then you didn't no, get, get, huh? <laughs> then you didn't I get, get a record deal. <laughs> right. and for short, uh, you're, you're for short guys can just be like, "What's up, NDJ?" Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no deal, it's, Johnny. It's, it, it, it's disappointing stuff when stuff falls through the cracks, man. NDJ, cool. NDJ. All right, yeah. uh, NDJ. Before we can go ahead with this project, we need to sign this NDA, and then you're just gonna take it over to the NBA. I don't know. That's all I've got. <laughs> We're dumb. Thanks for calling, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you guys next week. Yeah, Go thank on, you, brother. On. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I want to do this as a thing. So if people are listening to this not live, like uh, yeah. the podcast feed or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, we need to get people knowing that they can call in when we do this live on Thursday, starting yep. at noon Pacific, in the Dean Del Rey nickname machine. We can even go over to to uh, Fox Sports Studio and get a sweet little like uh, the the welcome to. Fox Sports uh, with, with the Dean Del Rey nickname machine. You know, like real radio yeah. produced. Yeah. The with whole the, segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. echoes and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now here's another word I used to use, which is funny. Most of my stuff would be uh, if shit was bad. So you had Fanzank was the first kind of bad one. And then the next one I missed was uh, Buddha. So, and my mom would say this sometimes, like my mom would do the lingo too. That's this is when I was racing BMX. Yeah. She's like, man, that fucking track was Buddha. She goes, totally Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> was that just you or other kids? On, cause I mean, I used to skate and yeah. there was definitely a lingo skating. I BMXed for a year. And BMXing is fucking expensive. It's, yeah, it is. You bend a fork, you're out 400 bucks. It's incredible, though, BMX. Oh, it's awesome. Is, there's a, I think everything I've done in life is is has been around, like, a squad of dudes. And, and like, little. I was talking about Little League. You kind of feel like a rock star. Yeah. And then BMX, same kind of thing. You're, you're in your fucking gear. It's almost early rock. Yeah. You got the cool gear, you know, the cool bike. And then and then rock, you know. So and now comedy. So it's all kind of geared around that kind of shit. But uh, my the crew that I rolled with, we'd have our own lingo. Yeah. And and also everybody does in California. You know, like a bad rider was a squid. Sure. So I'd be like, that fucking guy was a squid. <laughs> and then and then it'd be like, get out of here, fucking squiddly diddly. Like just mean <laughs> shit. You know, mean kids. <laughs> so here's here's another pitch. Uh, yep. And and Steve Simone and I. Steve Simone, great comedian, his podcast, Good Times. Yeah, yeah, Steve. and and uh, I was just on that, so check it out. Yeah, pull that, and he has an album out as well. Really, Anyway, really funny guy. Uh, we were on a Death Squad show together, and we were talking, like, we should all sit down together and write, like, an, an 80s movie. That'd be great. And I gotta, we got to loop you in on that, because you, you have all the nicknames. Like, you are, you are like a Goonies uh, one-liner machine over here, yeah. just spouting off uh, Chunk and yeah. whatever else you have coming out. Squid, uh... And okay, so what was some of the other one? Uh, then ropes, like I said, ropes I still use. It's it's stuck for thirty years, uh, and 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 ropes turns into all kinds of shit like ropeadelic, rope sickles, okay, uh, rope fest. So like uh, some one year I was at Coachella, it was too hot. I go, this is rope fest. You, they need to somehow get live color commentary for rock shows. Like you would be the WWE like you yeah. know stage side announcer. Of yeah. like the of Coachella or whatever. It's like welcome to Rope Fest 2015. Yeah, yeah. We got up next a squiddly whittly lead guitar player of this home down diddy dam. <laughs> squid, squid action brought to you by. You know, it's funny is I realized last night looking at the older rockers and the younger rockers. Uh, the young rockers dress fucking great, and there's somewhere along the way older rockers kind of lose their touch on what to wear. Sure. I was thinking, man, I could easily dress these guys and they wouldn't look like old rockers. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get burn your affliction. Yeah. And those yeah. fucking uh Jason Collins had something so funny. He said pretty pockets. Oh yeah, yeah. Get, get rid of pretty <laughs> pockets. That's one of the funniest shit. We gotta call let's grab it. Pretty pockets. Jason Collins, shout out. Uh <laughs> pretty <laughs> I got something in my eye, by the way, for two days now. What's going on? Hey, this is Dave the Leatherman. Yeah, see, Randy knows Dave the Leatherman. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Jeff. It's, 
Yeah. Yeah. Fletch, the, the, what are you hey, doing? hey, this is my buddy Fletch who uh, plays in a band One uh, Wonder Bread Five, uh, which are incredible. Right. If you live in the Bay Area, go see him. Fletch is referring to uh, some prank calls they did around the Jerky Boys era. Nice. Used to get drunk, call people uh, in the middle of the night. Back when you read the newspaper and they had classifieds. Yeah. Which is, sounds so fucking long ago. I would find dumb shit like fishing rod for sale, and I'd call them like four in the morning. <laughs> I'd be like calling about that fishing rod for sale, and they'd be like, you know what time it is? Time to go fishing, motherfucker. That's why I'm calling you. You catch them at five in the morning. But I, uh, but I did get a hold of these porn lines uh, yeah. that, that the first 10 minutes was free, but if you went over the 10 minutes... It would be like up fifty bucks a minute or whatever. Yeah, Back sure. then, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So I, their job was to try to keep me on as long as they could. My job was to gross <laughs> them out to where they would hang up. You know what I mean? Like not get them any money. So I'd just say the grossest shit, and they would eventually tap out. That's you know. Great. And, and that that stuff today is tame now. It's like they wouldn't even be phased by what you were saying. And back then they were just freaking out over it. it yeah. So funny. It's so funny because now the amount of porn, the gross shit out there, they'd just be like, oh, yeah, do it, baby. Whatever. Yeah. Just on, you know, <laughs> reading the fucking internet or tweeting. They were, they were like, they were like, ew, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I called this, I called this gay one one time and it was just awesome because it was a party line. Sure. So there's dudes coming in and out. And uh, this guy came on, and I was like, this is Dave the Leatherman. And this guy was like, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> and then this other guy was like, this is Kevin over here. So it was three fucking weirdos discussing the grossest shit. Like, I want some man-to-man -man action. He's like, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> it's funny shit, but now you think about it, you're like, you're just dumb kids on booze. Yeah, there's also two other dumb kids that are also recounting this yeah. story on their podcast right now. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Fletch, do you remember some of uh, the old lingo? I was naming them off, so you got ropes. Yeah. You know, hey, you know what my favorite new, newer one is, is that Joey told me about, and I haven't even heard you say it, but is Al Roper. Oh, Al, Al, oh, yeah, my old roommate, Al Ropers. Al Roper. Yeah, I had but, a uh, roommate oh, named God, Al. So much. I know you talked about Wooly, but you didn't talk about Secret Wooly. Oh, yeah, Secret Wooly was your side Wooly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Sunday yeah. Wooly. Sunday Wooly was really one that just came over Sunday. Hey, Fletch was the one that actually asked about poo lips. Yeah, I was, was amazing. Were you listening to Fletch about a half hour ago? I was saying how I had a girl just named Poolips, and you asked me like twenty years later. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you were saying all the stuff that we just were talking about, and and Buddha was funny because John says that to his kid all the time, and then his kid like when he's bummed out about, oh, that's Buddha. <laughs> they use it still. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're, Dean, you're yeah. like you're like retro. If you had been around, if, if the internet had been around more when you were younger, like you would be responsible for so many shitty catchphrases. Like you would, would have been the guy that invented Bay. Oh. You would have been the guy. All the ones I hate. Yeah, well, but <laughs> yours are the same thing. They're just they stayed small, so they were cool. But then when Beyonce says one or Jay Z says one or Bieber says one, you're like, oh, it's true. Right? Del, I think it's Del just Razor the product Nation. it's coming from. <laughs> like if it was like fucking Julian from The Strokes, if he said "bay," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so, uh, what what were some embarrassing Dean nicknames? Like, what is Dean not telling us? He's oh, Dell Razors. No, no, I want to know like uh, you know, uh, glitter glitter nose or twinkle twinkle toes. Or there has to be something that was like can't play you're, a power you're chord. Gonna hate, you're gonna hate me. You're gonna hate me, but there wasn't. I don't really remember any of them. I'm yeah. sorry, we lost you there at the end. I heard there were too, there were too many to list. Uh, that's what happens, man. When you're fucking always cool. No <laughs> bar chord, a bar chord for every song. Dean. Never been a nerd. Sorry, sorry, man. That's why I can't be a nerd now. I uh, here's the thing. I love when people say. Uh, yeah, man, I'm a total denim nerd. Or, yeah, I'm a total vinyl nerd. They just like to put nerd at the end. That's not a nerd. That's enthusiast right. or fucking lover, you know. Nerd is a guy, and people just use the word nerd now just to, like, I'm a nerd because that's cool now. But 
nerd is straight up fucking guy. No, ch- the nerds I see have fucking tens girlfriends right now. You go look at that guy's girl. Dean did get no- he nominated and won the biggest poser in a magazine once when we were little when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's funny because you you think about all those guys who were around back then. You were the least of anybody being a poser. <laughs> well, that that was straight up like turned into glory though. Like whenever yeah. you get something bad, like my band got a bad review one time, then people are like, I got to see that band. That, that wasn't a bad review. It was this guy was right. so out of it. I swear he was on acid on, on stage. <laughs> he was a maniac weirdo. And I was like, that sounds like a band I want to see. <laughs> I, printed the rev- I printed the review as a, uh, as a next flyer. <laughs> and, and the best part, how you turn it around on them when – because we were at that award ceremony, and they're like, oh, and Dean Delley, they didn't even think you were there. You oh, yeah. jump up on stage, like, oh, yeah. And you're I showed up and grabbed the award. <laughs> oh, fuck. They didn't think I'd come because they thought it was like a clowning. Yeah. You know? it was, yeah, it totally. Was, it was a small, uh, a small bag of East Bay rockers, which were yeah. just considered terrible. So they were, of course, mad at the San Fran rockers who were like complete kings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Because uh, 20 years later, still throwing shade on the East Bay. I love well, it. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's so true. Like, oh, the East Bay's the worst. <laughs> if you saw a guy, you'd be like, that's another one of my Delrays. They'd be like, what an East Bay rocker. Didn't matter who <laughs> yeah. it was. You know what I mean? And uh, so it's like hilarious. And thanks for calling in, Fletch. All right, man. All right, later. Later, later, buddy. That's amazing. East Bay Rock. <laughs> hey, not, go ahead. I got to tell you something fucking hilarious yesterday. Yep. I needed to get something engraved. Okay. Uh, it was a, it was like a, a number plate for a motorcycle, and it was like had to be done yesterday. So I call a few trophy shops, and the first one's Hollywood Trophy on Santa Monica, and I'm not giving them a shout-out at all because this is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So I call them. I go, hey, you guys engrave and, and, and stamp number plates? They go, yeah. So I go down there, and it's a small plate, maybe about six inches by two inches. Yeah. It's just a VIN plate. So I go down there. The guy looks at it, and he goes, okay, so it's uh, going to be 500 bucks. What? Yeah. 500 bucks. Are you chiseling this with your teeth? Get the fuck out of here. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? He's all, yeah, it's $5 a a letter or number, an engraving. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. That's like saying, like, are you telling me all Little League trophies and making them in the back? Each one's like $200. Like, first place, Christian Spicer, Little League. Yeah. What are you saying? That's fucking 200 Yeah. So... I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah, it's crazy. So I go back home. I start uh, Googling, looking around. Everyone, 200 250 for engraving. That's insane. Like, for, you know why I think it's so much? No one fucking needs anything engraved anymore. <laughs> so the guy's just sitting around, and someone comes in, they go, 1000 Yeah. Uh, whatever my, my, my rent is for the month. What the fuck? Uh, exactly. 2500 I don't know, man. Can you fucking believe this, though? 500 he wanted to engrave. I think it was like 30, 30 letters or eh, maybe 40, you know, but it was a really small job. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head, 20, 50 at the most. You know what I mean? Did you find a place to do it? So then, of course, I call one of my shady buddies in the jewelry district. Yeah. And he's like, buddy, come down now. I got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. is. Now I have a guy. So if you need some <laughs> engraving, right. hit me up, man. First of all, the fucking guy killed it. Nice. This shit, I couldn't believe how great it was. And he was only like 30. So, you know, uh, passed down from generations. I am the engraver. Right. And it was fucking great. Uh, What's that screaming in the back? Do not worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. I also engrave eyeballs for people that owe money. (laughs) Yeah. I already have the equipment. Let's do this thing. Anyway, I wanted to bring that up. I put it down in here like fucking engraving. Engraving is something right now in middle America you could get done for about $12. Sure. Probably. There's there's all kinds of shit 
First of all, I said it costs a lot of money to be white trash these days. Have you gone bowling lately? No, well, because you're going so you're going the wrong places. You don't go bowling you're in right. fucking Hollywood. You're right. You go bowling in Simi Valley where they pay you to go bowling. You're like, right. Because <laughs> bowling on Lincoln in Venice is like six dollars or three dollars during the day. Yeah. Bowling in Hollywood, twenty five. Me and my buddy bowled. It was eighty dollars. Yeah. Then if you go out for a night of ribs, that's another fifty ribs. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Now, now you're in like one fucking thirty or whatever ribs and bowling. The Camaro, I said, is going to be more than the 911 pretty soon. <laughs> right? Yeah, depending on where you buy it. White for sure. trash, man, is fucking crazy. Yeah. Honey because Boo Boo's fucking it up. And those guys. They're trying to bring that experience in where douches feel safe. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you don't need to go into this CD bowling alley. You don't need to go to the CD rib shack, i.e., where there are good fucking ribs. Yeah. Like, come into our place and look, look our leather. Look at these leather couches. We cut them so they look like they're. And it's like, fuck you. Just give me some ribs. Make it on a paper plate. Give me a handful of napkins. Yeah. And just call it a day. Let me tell you, ribs for me is Oakland, Shattuck, 5048th or something in Shattuck, Flint's. It was like a fucking, basically a house in the ghetto, had a window, yeah. and you just go slab, and it came out in a fucking brown bag. You ate the best ribs you've ever fucking had, 13 bucks, and it was just giant slab. Yeah. And three dudes ate like kings. That's yeah. ribs. I yeah. go to some place on Santa Monica Boulevard, Baby blues or whatever, I get a slab, $28. And calling it a slab is generous. Yeah, it's you're like right. A... They fucking chop it. Yeah. And then each side, $9. Yeah, Mac and cheese, $9? Yeah. What the fuck? How the... much money you got to make on mac and cheese? Which is weird, too. So people that don't live in L.A. or other expensive places might not get this. But I understand that rent on, like, Santa Monica or Melrose or Hollywood Boulevard has to be fucking expensive. But then at the same time, you see these what must just be drug cover shops. Because, like, how is uh, Suzanne's Grocery and Wigs fucking open? Yeah. It's, like, just piece of shit stuff. And then next to it, the rib place is like, oh, $40 for ribs. Like, hey, rib shop. Start selling me ribs for ten dollars, like they should be, and start dealing heroin out of the back, like yeah. you should be. Exactly. To pay your rent. Get your profit off the drug people. Yeah. And deserve. That's amazing that you bring that <laughs> up because uh, I saw Radio Shack is yep. going bankrupt. Yeah. There's a Radio Shack one block from the Comedy Store on Sunset next to Pink Dot. Yep. It's on the hottest street in America. Yep. You know, as far as like the rent has to be. Insane. Last, or about two weeks ago, Earl Skakel and I are walking to Pink Dot. I said, do you ever see anyone in that fucking radio shack? And he's like, no, man. Yeah. And and I've heard the term flagship. Like, they'll just put a, a, a radio shack, whatever store you have, they know they're going to lose, right. but they want to be... <clears throat> look like they're in the middle of uh you know what we're in we're in beverly hills it's almost an advertising expense correct it's yep. like their billboard so i tripped out on radio shack at there because it has to be the all-time worst place to work where no one's coming in yeah radio shack just sitting there all day like guy coming in he's gonna buy a cable <laughs> well they don't even have that anymore so i went into a well, one, backing up a little bit, my dad, I was talking to him. I was like, how is Radio Shack still in business? And my dad is like, because they're everywhere. Whenever you, you know, whenever you need something, you can get it. And I was like, what? That doesn't make, when was the last time you went? And he was like, I mean, it's, it's been at least 10 years, but I like knowing I can. <laughs> <laughs> I figured if you're a Radio Shack, you only open where comedy stores are. Because at La Jolla Comedy Store, Directly a... <laughs> across the street is a fucking Radio Shack. Like, what are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> two comedy stores, two Radio Shacks. But they don't even have the shit that you'd think they'd have anymore. Like, because I went into one uh, not too long ago because I needed, uh, where was I? What did I need? Oh, I wanted a headphone splitter, like a basic cheap little headphone splitter to yeah. plug into this PA. What so doesn't matter. And I was like, where's a dumb place I can Radio Shack? And you go in there, and it's like they have an Apple TV Dell laptops, iPhones, yeah. like Beats by Dre headphones. Like what? I'll get that shit at Apple. Yeah, or Amazon, or, or like or what? Best Buy. Yeah, it's so we. I don't know what they're trying to be, and but now I guess they're. I mean, I'm sorry to people that are losing their jobs, but like, oh yeah, that's a bummer. But my main fucking thing I used to do a bit about it was, how is Circuit City and Good Guys gone and Radio Shack <laughs> was still fucking open, man? Because yeah. whenever I went to Good Guys, 
It was packed. Yeah. I waited for one of those guys that didn't know shit yeah. to get you know, get it to you. By the way, this studio is wired by Radio Shack, so a lot of times that's why shit goes down. <laughs> if you can see our, our fantastic wiring in the corner over there, it looks like a guy just did a bump of meth and went, let's throw the studio up. Dude, I would love that. Uh, get a dude. I bet that's cheap labor, you know. Oh yeah, meth. Yeah. Did you ever watch? There was a documentary. It might still be. It might not on Netflix. And it was, you know, the meth, the most dangerous drug ever. And I watched it because I was doing work and I just had garbage TV on or whatever. Yeah. And this thing made like a handful of points about why you don't do meth. But I thought it was the most. If you haven't watched it, if it's out there, watch it. It's like the least effective don't do meth campaign yeah. I've ever seen. In the most pro do. It was like. You it made everything to, look great. Yeah, I was like, you don't want to do meth because did you know that one hit of meth is the equivalent high of 200 hits of cocaine? I was like, yeah, yeah that sounds that great. Sounds, that sounds awful. And it was like, and worse yet, meth is really cheap and easy to get. Okay. <laughs> and it goes, it goes, and I shit you not, I'm sitting there eating. My wife had just made chocolate chip cookies that night. I'm eating like too many of these cookies. And then it goes, and if you're able to make something basic like chocolate chip cookies, you can make meth. And I was like, fuck yeah. That sounds amazing. Right? Everything was pro-meth. Yeah. It was, was actually probably one of those ones when you backed it up, it was secretly the dealers put it together, <laughs> shot this thing and put it out. You play it backwards and there's half of a Beatles album and then there's just like, do meth, do meth, do meth, do meth. I was watching uh, 60 Minutes a couple weeks ago, and they had the one year, it's been one year anniversary of the weed being legal in Colorado. Okay. And, uh, you know, they showed all the uh, pros and, and some of the cons. One of the cons, it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it's not funny. The guy died, but... He, uh, they were saying they had no regulation on the edibles. Sure. So uh, everybody's taking some edibles. Uh, when I was younger, I would just eat a cookie, and it was like mushrooms. <laughs> a weed cookie is like mushrooms. It's way different than yeah. smoking it. Yeah. It's like two different animals. So I guess these guys are making edibles up there, just like 10 pot plants <laughs> in one cookie. <laughs> you know what I mean? The potency of just like, and, and I love looking at people uh, like I did Joey Diaz's podcast. And I love Joey Diaz because he has Lee, his sidekick, eat edibles. And and during the show, Lee will just be like, oh, yeah, man, everything is good. <laughs> Those edibles wipe out Lee. Yeah. And Joey Diaz is just a pure pro. And he's like, wake up. You cocksucker, fucking <laughs> sleeping to me, you know. But anyway, so it was back to that fucking scare notion of remember those early movies when you're yeah. in like junior high and they're like, if you take angel dust, you'll jump <laughs> off an overpass. You can break handcuffs. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. Superman. So um, they said, uh, the, well, the only thing is now we regulate the edibles because one guy ate a couple and jumped out of a hotel window. And I go, they're going back to that again? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow, like, don't jump out the fucking window. <laughs> Insane. That's that's my weed rant. Anyway. No, it's a good, it's a yeah, good. Uh, it was just funny, though. It's you a, know? It's a good story. <laughs> hey. I'm making Spicer take over for two minutes. I got to piss. Oh, no. Yeah. The, okay. The fucking genius of a... Promote what you got going. All right. Uh, as Dean steps out to pee, uh, he's literally... up. Oh, he's running. He literally ran out of the door. That's a pro right there. Um, if anyone still wants to call in, you can. We can just talk shit about Dean. We can get some real uh, nicknames on him. I have an album coming out. I can talk... Uh, we can just chat. I mean, you're not on a mic, but like that'd just be weird. Do you have a mic? Oh, we might get a... Oh my God! I, I love. Do have a mic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, introduce. Say hi to everybody. Is anybody watching? I don't know if anybody's there. I don't know if anyone's there. <laughs> uh, but I'm Aaron. I'm engineering and and amazing cutting, and cutting the shots. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, so if you have anything that you hate about our Radio Shack uh, equipment, you can blame Aaron. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of this is Radio Shack. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I think this place is great, though. I don't know. I mean, I know the cameras are kind of just this way. But it's nice. It's comfortable. It's quiet. There's soundproofing. It's everything that you need. You don't need a fancy fucking studio to podcast. Like I don't need a table with fish swimming in it <laughs> to yeah. do. A, who's, who's paying for the fish? I don't. Nobody apparently. What are five funny, five interesting facts about Aaron that we can dive into, and then Dean can give you a nickname? Uh, I had a nickname. Oh no! What was your nickname? It was. Uh, I grew up in San Diego, like deep south San Diego. So Mexico. Yeah. So <laughs> I was nicknamed by a guy I didn't like, 
of course. called me the polar bear. The polar bear. And I loved it because I'm big and white. Yeah. Okay. And so does it did that stick? Does anyone still call you that? No. Well, we will now. No. <laughs> or it was always something like that. It was always racially motivated, like Captain America. Okay. Or um, the Great White. I got Aaron on. We're doing nicknames again. Oh, he's got a mic. Yeah. Yeah, I got well, a mic. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you paid attention to Dean, Dean, you paid attention to people that helped made the show possible. Well, I didn't. Maybe know. you would have known that by now. I didn't know he. Uh, a little known fact about Dean. Dean is one of the least nice and least gracious people. <laughs> no, that's so what? We, we were going nicknames. Aaron is a nickname. He grew up uh, real northern Mexico, no deep south San Diego. So he was the polar bear or Captain America. Wait, where'd you grow up? Like third to last U.S. exit. That's crazy. San Ysidro border. It, where in New Mexico? No, San Diego. No, San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Oh, near. Oh, I saw you near Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. They said New Mexico. Oh, there you go. You ever slip over the border and hit get some hooker action? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, no, no. I went to a strip club where that was a possibility. Yeah. I I declined. <laughs> do you have a current nickname i mean i know you did some cool work before you started doing this work i mean is it like do you, are there like awesome industry nicknames that you have that you know still been like aaron walks in the room and they're like uh i was gonna say mix master mike but that's a real <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. it's a real guy's name no at my old job they called me cupcake okay okay because uh anytime someone would congratulate us for the good work we'd done yeah i would say we accept payment in cupcakes. <laughs> and, or I would say the tip jar is out either yeah. way, you know. And yeah. Polar polar bear. That's good. Sounds like some uh like a cool Coke dealer name. <laughs> right? I'm going to see Polar Bear. Which by the way, I always like the name off all the cocaine nicknames. Sure. Which is uh Spice. fifteen of them are, are invented by you. So <laughs> <laughs> Spice, you don't do Coke, right? I don't do anything. I am the lamest like for just whatever reason, uh, circumstance, happenstance, uh, just never, I've never done anything. Yeah, I have um, Dweezil Zappa on my podcast on Monday, and he um, he never did any drugs either. Zero. And it's funny, he said an amazing thing. He, uh, of course, you got your dad, Frank Zappa, who didn't get high. Yeah. He names his kids Dweezil, Amit, Diva, Moon Unit. So <laughs> everything on paper is, is looks like it's going to be a potential like just hippie drug you know terrible trustafarian kids yeah and instead they all turn out completely successful and uh, you know all like no partiers or anything and and I remember when I first met Dweezil a couple uh, like twenty years ago he said that I said how how did you not do any drugs and he's like. Because he grew up in Hollywood, yeah. you know, Hollywood is fucking drug mania. And he said that he would be at shows when he was young with his dad and there'd be these fucking Zappa hippies just, and be like, dad, what's up with that guy? And he'd be like, well, that guy's an idiot on drugs. <laughs> and so he said the drug people scared him. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy's gross. I don't want to be on drugs. And and so they didn't do drugs, which is amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's a, a, that's on Monday. Great episode, but check it out. But yeah, Coke. Uh, so you didn't do anything? No weed? Nothing? I, I've never been drunk. Uh, no, no. And I think it's somewhat, looking back on it, there are reasons that justify it. Like, oh, I see how my life circumstances led me to this road. And now I'm old enough where it's like, why yeah. change it now? Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, worked totally. out. it's worked out for me so far. But yeah, I never did anything. And I was still kind of perceived as a bad kid in school. I think it's because I skated and, you know, I yeah. was rebellious in other ways and whatever, getting fights with the cops and stuff like that. But yeah, totally clean and sober. Wow. And from Houston, right? Mm -hmm. There was crack out there big time, right? There's a, yeah. I mean, Houston is uh, depending on where you want to go. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, that's like a. Uh, kind of, well, it's not El Paso, no, but it's not Austin, right? Do you do you guys ever think about this? I always think about like you go into, uh, not even a nice area, just like pick a random suburb. So I can say Plano, Texas, because it has reputation for having a lot of coke and stuff. But pick like any, I don't know, um, Carlsbad, California, yep. like just random nice suburb area, and there is someone whose job it is. That is the Coke dealer of that. Like, that's someone's Coke territory. Yeah. That always blows my mind. Like, you go to, like, pick any rinky-dink, nice, just generic high school. Yeah. And it's like, oh, somewhere someone 
has like reports on the drug, like dealing drugs to that school. Yeah. At somewhere, some point, that was fought over. Or yeah. It's like, no, 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 man, that's Slick Mike's turf. Yeah, like, he, yeah, like money. Well, you know, I never even heard turfs or anything till Gangs was out. Oh, sure. There, there was no <laughs> real wars. You just didn't go somewhere else and deal coke because you were afraid of cops. You didn't just roll up to a neighborhood and go, this looks good right here. Hey, you need some coke? It just didn't, that's not how it happened. It would just be like you're at a party and you got to be like that guy over there in the corner. Yeah. And then you just go over and you buy coke from him. Well, I think it's still that way, at least from like Hollywood parties. I mean, you're never, at least I'm assuming, <laughs> yeah, never at the level where you're at that dealer. You're never at that Walter White, you're the dealer level. It's like, oh, yeah, my friend always has too much. Exactly. Or like whatever. Yeah. You're like the, the very bottom of the, of the barrel. But I, I would like, you know what? I still trip out. And I, this fucking blows my mind because you're putting something in your body. Yeah. And you're already trusting some fucking dirtbag. But I always trip out on the street dealers. <laughs> Guys that roll up to someone they have no idea who it is, yeah. throw them a hundred, and then snort or shoot something <laughs> into their body from a guy on the street. Yeah. That is the weirdest concept to me of street dealer. Also, the guy that is the street dealer just out there all day like, yo, man, crack. But you'd go to a taco truck? I don't go taco Really? Truck. I don't like them. You don't... I think they're fucking overrated. Well, there goes my analogy. Because I put that shit in my body all the time, and I don't know what that is. I'd go to a little guy. I've gone to the little guy outside yeah. the IOS Theater here in Hollywood. It's delicious little um, sausages. Yeah. You know, bacon-wrapped, you know, TJ hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. And I don't... You assume... You're like, well, it tastes fine, but I don't know what that is. For all I know, I've done tons of heroin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> These are amazing! They just <laughs> smuggled heroin <laughs> in and hot dogs. <laughs> It's it's hilarious because I saw another sixty minutes story. I love sixty minutes, by the way. It's, Showing your birthday age. Yeah, I just love sixty minutes. I always have. I talked to Marin about it. It's just weird. <laughs> I just dig it. I think it was a way to grab some cool knowledge on Sunday without sitting there all night. Yeah, sure. And it always. I like to pride my podcast after 60 minutes. I'm going to have a, a story or a guest you might not care about, but by the end, you might dig it like, fuck, that, that guy was cool. I would have sure. never listened to that. Yeah. So I saw a, uh, a thing on those hot dogs. Yeah. It was the grossest thing. First of all, <laughs> hot dogs are the ball sack of uh, food. Unless yeah. you buy, like, you can go out of your way and buy the gourmet, like, yeah. this is made out of tenderloin or, or right. whatever it is, yeah, or filet mignon. Those are $20, yeah. so I just get a filet mignon yeah, yeah, instead. Right. <laughs> I'm not enjoying the hot dog. Right. But, uh, you know, so they, okay, hot dogs, and, and a lot of people don't know, taco trucks are unregulated, okay? You know every restaurant in L.A. has an A, B, C. The taco stands do not. Is that still true? Because I feel like taco trucks, kind of everywhere... Yeah. But at least in L.A. and Austin and places where I've gone and done enough comedy, Portland, I mean, it seems like they're pretty regulated. I could be wrong. They have no uh, lettering system on hmm. You can't walk up and go, oh, it's a, it's a, a C hot dog truck yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it just doesn't have that. Uh, maybe they're putting it into motion now, but that's uh, one of the reasons I don't eat on it. Uh, because, you know, once I watched this hot dog thing <laughs> on 60 Minutes, I was like, I'm fucking out. These guys store these hot dogs in their trunk of their car for two, three days. They don't, yeah, they're not going, oh, the hot dogs are spoiled. I'll throw these away no. and buy new ones. Yeah. No, they need to sell those hot dogs that are underneath the spare tire right by the fucking kerosene and gasoline in their trunk. Well, that's everything, though, unfortunately. I yeah. worked at an unnamed um, chain French restaurant in, when I was in high school in, in Texas, and it's kind of like uh, the corner bakery as it, as it can to, like, that's more places than this one, but it's, you know, not... It's not sit-down, dining, five-star French. It's not ratatouille. It was, you know, meant to feel cool, but kind of like a French market bakery right, thing. Right, right. And they had, like, a hot plate-type things with quiches and whatever, whatever. And you go through training, it's like, oh, yeah, once it hits the hot plate, it needs to be off the hot plate. I forget the exact time, but just to say an hour. It was like, you know, an hour. It can sit on the hot plate for 90 minutes, and you got to throw it out. But the, the shift manager, when I was training, was like, but, I mean, yeah, 90 minutes, but let's be honest. We've all had that time. We've all had it happen where, like, 
time gets away from you and one hour becomes four and can you tell a difference or like really for me it's just clear the hot plate when you're done with your shift shifts were eight hours oh so i mean that's every restaurant i had a friend that worked at taco bell yeah when i was in high school his name's nathan nice dude great dude whatever shout out to taco nate <laughs> yeah it was his dog taco also <laughs> <laughs> but like he was you know telling me he's like yeah man they're really strict about uh <laughs> they're really strict about having you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom but I don't. Wow. And it's just like, whoa, no. Wow. Gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but you know, everybody, every, everything's gross. I get it. I, everything's no, gross. I'm not one of those fucking weirdos. I'm not like that. But what I'm saying is for the same goddamn price, <laughs> sure. I can just go eat at the 101 cafe, right. chill yeah. with buddies and hear a rock and roll jukebox <laughs> and have some fun. You know, it's just, I don't I, I'll tell you an interesting thing, too. I'm, I was downtown yesterday. I'm going downtown all weekend. Uh, I clown downtown L.A. a lot yeah. in my bits, you know. It's fucking scary. Yeah. One street's nice. You turn left, it's crack zombies. Yeah. If they can get downtown L.A. fucking really cleaned up, sure. I'm in. Okay. Because I was there yesterday at the jewelry uh, district. My buddy took me down this alley. That was four Mediterranean restaurants. For some reason, it looked like a fucking movie set. Hmm. Cobblestone Street, beautiful, clean, outdoor, uh, people eating outdoors. Yeah. Four Mediterranean. Like, they're all competing. You know, this is the Mediterranean. Yeah. Shawarma. Yeah. Shawarma for you. <laughs> like, if you ever been to Amsterdam? Everything's shawarmas. Sure. And it's delicious. You're, wa you're walking through the red light district. They're just playing. <laughs> Each guy's got his own song, like, shawarma. Da -da -da -da. They're hitting pans and shit. It's so weird. Yeah. So four of them there, we go in. He goes, I love this one here, which I think I have their card because I would like to give them a shout out. It was fucking great. Here it is. Uh, how do you say it? Farid, you think? Yeah, I would say Farid Restaurant, Persian Cuisine. Oh. Yeah. F-A-R-I-D. This fucking place was phenomenal. Uh, I think we eat like 10 bucks. I had chicken kebabs with the rice and the hummus, and it was fantastic. So it's weird. Uh, uh, downtown has these little nooks and crannies like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm cutting off the side back to food, but it was incredible. Yeah. You know, now if that shit was on a truck, I'd keep walking. Sure. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Did I yeah. ever tell you my, my, my drug on the street story when I was in New York no. last time? So I was in, in New York, we do improv versus stand-up out there. It's hosted by a friend. We're not out there, but I try to go out quarterly and do it and put a run of shows together. So last time I was out there, I was doing, there's also a big improv festival um, at the UCB theaters out there. I'm doing that, doing a bunch of shows. I'm in the East Village, and New York, the city never sleeps. But it, stuff's open later. Bars are open later. Shows go later. So it's Call a it. super late show, and I'm walking through the East Village back to the subway to go back to my little hotel or whatever. And I'm walking, and in that, and it had to have been only three blocks. In that three blocks, I had never been approached by strangers on the street for Coke more in my life. That's wild. And the first time, like, I'm from Texas. I'm a generally nice guy. I think I'm an unthreatening 148-pound yeah. little dude or whatever. Uh, and I go up, and this dude, he was a big, big dude, big, thick dude. And he just goes, yo. And I'm like, what? And I turn, and he goes, you want some Coke? And I was like... Just, without even thinking about it, I just go, uh, no, thank you, I'm good, but thanks for asking. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, by the fourth guy, I was like, no. And, like, I had my fake yeah, New York. Yeah. But the first guy was nah, like, nah, dog. Yeah, the first guy was like, it was a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Thank you so much for considering me for this cocaine. Good day, I am, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> That's hilarious. Street dealing. Yeah, it's crazy. I would watch a fucking million documentaries on street dealers. Like each week, like like Gangland. Yeah. But it'd be like, street dealing. This year, this week, Sam Fran Mission District. <laughs> You're tired of the same old street dealer, you know, street yeah. dealers, Houston, Texas. I'm sure it's fascinating. I bet it's real life of the wire. You know, people are trying, guys are trying to move their way up. No one, I, I don't think anyone pictures their life being like, when I grew up, I want to be a street dealer. Yeah. It's hard work. Are you fired up for all uh, Call Sal? I, it got great reviews. Yeah, it's, all, it's soon, right? It's, it's very this soon. weekend. That's two episodes. Uh, the press saw three episodes. They said it's fucking great. I was so worried because if it sucked, sure. you're tarnishing this. It's like Godfather 3 to me. Well, you just don't have to watch it, though. I understand, I understand that, it, but yeah. at the same time, it's like people are outraged, I think, for dumb reasons. But yeah. they're doing a new Ghostbusters, and it's a, they're going to ruin Ghostbusters. No, yeah. they're not. Yeah. Go, the original's still there. Yeah. The only movie that's ever been ruined is George Lucas shit. 
because he ruins it and then doesn't release the original version. Yeah, But, like, yeah. as long as the original's out there for you to watch... I like all that shit. Like, new Ghostbusters? Fuck yeah. With the women? Leslie Jones? Are you kidding? Just to see her, like, say something like, Die, motherfucker! You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope they let us say motherfucker. It's gonna be rated G or whatever. Die, motherfucking ghost on my titties! Or whatever. That shit is gonna be all those funny jokes. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be way better than rehashing the other dudes. Bill Murray, I, I guess he comes in and out. And Bill Murray is a fucking god. Yeah. Why would you go back 20 years? It's like when that Timberlake's band got back together. He doesn't need to go do yeah. that. The other guys are like, please. Come on, go do it. Sing. Please mm. do it. He's like, I kind of got a good career here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Bill Murray, yeah. St. Vincent, is good. killer. Uh, all his shit, uh, that fucking last... Um, the, I love the uh, Wes Anderson, the camping one. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's on that, right? He's in all everywhere. Well, yeah, he's on that one. His big one, though, was... Uh, oh, was Life Steve's Aquatic. Yeah, Life Aquatic. Fuck. It's so good. It's so great in that. But, it's I so mean, good. I'm just saying, Bill Murray is an absolute god. That's like asking... Uh, well, I can't say... Pacino to do because he would do that. They boom me back in, which I'm also okay with. I don't know. I get, I get yeah. nerd outrage. I sometimes will nerd outrage. Well, I mean, that's yeah, what yeah, it, yeah, enthusiast yeah. outrage. Yeah, Sorry, Dean, yeah. enthusiast <laughs> outrage. <laughs> Am I right on that though? Everything's a nerd. Sure. Don't you think it's like it's really no? You're an enthusiast. You love that. I'm not a Harley nerd. Yeah, I'm a Harley fucking addict, probably, but not a nerd. Yeah, I yes, it's people trying to put a term that's hot into the thing that they like. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I'm a nerd too. I nerd out over tits. You're yeah, not. You're, I'm a you're, coke nerd. <laughs> I'm a cocaine nerd. <laughs> coke, coke, ropeadelics. Your parents sit you down. Uh, we're here. We're, this is an intervention. What the fuck, mom? I'm just a coke nerd. Don't you get it? <laughs> God, yeah, man. man. <laughs> I'm a Coke nerd. That'd be an amazing bumper sticker. <laughs> I recently got a vintage patch. It says, enjoy cocaine. Okay. I'm sewing it on my vest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just because it's the graphic is so dope. It's the Coca-Cola one. Right. They <laughs> just rip it off. Yeah. But it's original, and I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm everything Coke, but I don't do it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you you are a Coke enthusiast. I hate everything about Coke, but I love it. Okay, first thing, your dick gets fucking shrunk up on Coke, 90%, I think. And the other 10 seem to get power boner from it. <laughs> so you don't want to do a bump and then all of a sudden get like uh, a date going. You're like, ah, she's going to be, this guy's got problems. Yeah. Then also it makes me totally shut up, so I would never do coke because then I would <laughs> my life is talking. <laughs> and then it makes your heart fucking go crazy. Another shitty thing like panic attacks yeah. that you take pills for. <laughs> and uh, the only cool thing about it is the uh, going to score it. Like you're, sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get coke, and right. and that even turns bad once you get in there. And the coke dealer's got all the power. He makes you sit there and listen to his shit stories. Yeah, I got a flat yesterday. That's the best thing. I love, and you can say what you want about the interview. I laughed a few times during the interview, but Pineapple Express, I thought captured a, a really nice comedic take on that relationship of the drug dealer who just wants a friend. And like, oh, I don't want to go listen to his fucking story. <laughs> it's so true. Come on, man, hang out. I'll roll you. I'll roll you a blunt for free. No, I, I, just here's money. Just yeah. give me the thing. No, no, come on. Let's do it. What do you want to watch? Fucking nothing, man. It's so real. Yeah. I would love other uh, other jobs, other transactions to be like that. Yeah. Like you go to Banana Republic. You're like, yeah, here, I'm going to get a dress shirt. Like, oh, cool, man. Come on in. Have a seat. <laughs> hey, man, I got beers in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's draw the windows, man. We'll turn on a movie. Fucking you can try weird. on all these fucking shirts. Anyway, let me tell you about this shit that happened. You're like, no. Here's oh. 100 bucks. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> Let's fucking cut out, man. Thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. Where are you at this week, Spice? Oh, no, it's next week. We're a week behind on this show because uh, it's live, and then I post it on the following Thursdays on the Let There Be Talk feed on iTunes and all things comedy. Cool. So, yeah, the, on, if you're listening to it that day, the yeah. 12th is Improv versus Stand Up at uh, UCB Franklin. Then I red eye out to North Carolina for uh, shows at the North Carolina Comedy Arts Festival over Valentine's Day weekend. And then February 20th, I'm doing a show at the at Nerdmelt, the Nerdist Theater here. It's a free show. Um, Justin Willman, uh, awesome magician, comedian, just fantastic guy is going to be on there. Um, Amber Preston, who is on WTF with Mark Maron, is going to do it. And it's my sketch group, and we're going... It's like uh, rock and roll, punk rock, 
um, sketch comedy. There's going to be some nudity. We're trying to put fear back in comedy. Yeah, but people are going to get messy. Um, I, I'm, I'm down for that. I've, uh, I, I'm, I'm over the fucking apologizing to talked about it over and over, but it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you don't like it, fucking get up. Or let's have like your show, your Wednesday shows are so, or the shows that you're hosting on Wednesdays are so great, and like the things you put together, it's like. Oh, this is gonna be a great show. We got one safe stand-up, yeah. two safe sketches, and then one really safe corporate retreat. It's like that's fine, but yeah. like there's so many of those. Like I want fucking, yeah. I want punch back in things. You know what shit I remember? Like Karen Finley doing fucking, uh, you know, putting chocolate pudding on her whole fucking body naked, you know, or what? You just edgy shit. I don't need the gap in my life. Yeah, you know the Gap store mentality of we all dress alike. We don't like this. Yeah, we we fry these guys. Fuck off. And you don't need to be disgusting and a pig to, yeah, to not, do that. I'm not saying like, oh, then I was fucking her with a waffle yeah. on. Like, no, it's not that's that. not what we're talking about. It's just this is adults. Yeah, do know? something. What about you? What's going on? Uh, 2021, February 2021, I'll be at the uh, La Jolla Comedy Store, me, Mary Lynn Rice Cub, and Lucas Hurl, and then 25th Comedy Store Main Room having my birthday party. I, I wish I could have it there this week, but it was fucking booked till the 25th. Uh, gonna have a huge show. It's gonna be me, Burr, Red Band, and a bunch of surprise guests. Uh, and some rockers and shit. It's gonna be wild. So uh, and the spicy town. I'll have the spicy town there. <laughs> so uh, thanks for turning in and check out um, check out Let There Be Talk on all things comedy and your podcast. It's called DLC. It's on the Five by Five Network and it's uh, video games. Keep doing coke and uh, no deal, Johnny. Thanks for calling in. See ya. <laughs> oh man, I love.